everybody, Paul is a superhero, so Paul could save your lives. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, the world according to Paul. Hey, yo, what's good, people? It's been a crazy few days, uh, but we are back. We in the building. We here. I don't know. All of that shit sounds good. We are back in the building in here. That's what we are. <laughs> Uh, what's the day? Monday. It's Labor Day. Shout out to Labor Day. I don't, I don't know what Labor Day is. Like it, it's the celebration of labor. Is that what it is? Like we celebrating work? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't. I know. Lab, I know Memorial Day is celebrating. Um, uh, the, the, it's m- memorializing dead soldiers, right? Uh, but I don't know what Labor Day is. Um, I could Google it, but I'm not going to. Either way, it's uh, it's Labor Day. Shout out to Labor Day. Uh, most of us are off from our nine to fives. So hopefully you off and you listening to the podcast. So shout out to you for that. Um, what's been going on this last few days? I know. Uh, shout out to uh, Coco, uh, Golf, Guff, Gruff, Coco. Yeah, that tennis player. Um, see, she been killing shit. I actually saw the match between her and um, I know this ain't a sports podcast, but the match between her and uh. Some German chick. Um, it was it was good. It was a good match. I, I'm not. I'm. I am very much so not an avid tennis follower. Uh, like, I know who Coco. God, see, I don't even know her real name. Like Coco Golf, Coco Golf. I only know her because she's black and she's winning. Like the other black girl, um, black woman. Um, oh shit! What was that chick's name? Uh, Naomi. Akinawa, Japan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what her name is. I know she was uh she was half Japanese, half black. Um so uh yeah, her. Um and then the Serena and then the Williams sisters. Like that be my extent. It's some black dudes who go, who um play tennis too. I don't know none of them. They're not good, I guess. They don't be winning. So I don't be knowing who they are. So Shout out to Coco. I think uh, Sunday she won. She made it to the quarterfinals or the semifinals. Or she made it somewhere. Like I said, this ain't a sports podcast. Um, but I was watching a little bit of uh, highlights from tennis and shit like that. Uh, this is not a sports podcast. But uh, if you watched Colorado versus TCU yesterday, uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Prom, won his first game at a D1 school. So shout out to that. Like, that's major. Especially because everything that I saw said that Coach Prime wasn't going to win a game this season. They was like, yo, this is a rebuilding year. And clearly, nobody told him or his sons. Because, shit, they was well past the place of rebuilding. They came in and was doing some stuff. So, that was, uh, it was a, lot of stuff, a lot of sports situations going on this weekend. Um, I, was, I was kind of in tune, too. So, shout out to that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh. Let's get the show started. It is a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, but we ain't talking about all of it. Because, you know, that ain't what we do here. We ain't about to talk about all the stuff. We're just going to talk about the stuff that we want to talk about. So, um, it, actually, there are two stories that kind of go hand in hand for me. And I wanted to touch on both of them. Because I think they're both... 
they, they go together, right? Like these two stories go together even though they have nothing to do with each other. So I'm going to explain the first story, then I'm going to explain the second story, and then we're going to talk about it. Um, first story, the headline reads, California school district settles with mother after school, air quote, transitioned daughter without her consent. I guess, air quote, transitioned, close quote, daughter. No, open quote, transition, close quote, daughter, without her consent. Basically, the school transitioned her daughter without her consent. Uh, this was in California. Um, so let me tell you what the story is. The little girl was an 11-year-old um, at the time and began telling the school that she was bothered because she didn't know um, who she truly was inside. That's what she tells the school. Um, I don't know who I, don't know who I am inside. And from there, the school started allowing her to use the boys' bathroom. Started uh, referring to her as he, him, uh, and allowed her to transition away from she, her. And at some point, the mom found out. The mom found out that the school had uh, basically identified her daughter as a male, had started, uh, they say, socially transitioning her. And so the mom schooled, sued the school district. In suing the school district, um, since suing the school district, the daughter has decided to re-identify as a girl, um, the mom, the story tells us the mom is a single mom. I don't know why that's even relevant, but um, she was uh, working with some organization. They sued the school. The school board ended up paying this mom $100,000 in damages. Um, and the mom felt like, you know, shit, the school, the school betrayed her. Uh, the, who is this? The, Center for American Liberty says at its core, this case is upholding the sacred bond between a parent and their child. Parents have the inherent right to be involved in pivotal decisions concerning their child's lives. Now, that, that's, that's why this story connects to the next story. Because what this says is parents have the inherent right to be involved in pivotal decisions concerning the lives of their child. Well, as that's happening, Texas just dropped a whole bunch of new laws out the door recently. But um, and some of most of them, I won't say most because I ain't look at most. Some of them are bullshit. Some of the laws are bullshit. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Katy, a city right outside of Houston, Katy Independent School District uh, adopted a policy requiring teachers. Oh, this is the headline. Katy ISD adopts a policy requiring teachers to out transgender students. The vote passed four to three on uh, last week. Um, where basically what is being said is um, if a student comes out as transgender, the teacher must alert the parent. Um, in addition to informing the parent, board members voted to mandate teachers seek parental approval before using pronouns for children that differ from the one assigned at birth. Under the policy... Um, any instruction, course information, and material uh, on gender fluidity is also banned. So that's the new law in Texas. 
or in in KDISD. I don't know if, uh, how wide reaching that's going to be, but two separate stories. Like I said, two separate stories, two completely different um, situations. I guess one is an actual thing going on, whereas um, in 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 this uh, young lady who was socially transitioned versus what's going on in Katie, which was really just a um, how do you say it? It's just a situation where the uh, the school board is trying to be proactive, I guess, in that space. And I'm I'm gonna I'm tell y'all right now, I am out of my depths on any of this, um, anything dealing with LGBTQ from a thought provoking, thought out place. And I'm gonna tell you why, because there are certain things in which in me trying to be an ally in me trying to support a community um, and, and that community having just the rights that everybody should be afforded. I'm going to be completely honest and say there's certain things that I just don't understand. And there are times when members of that community um, may be in the minority, but they're vocal and wrong and you see that in, in in every community like i'm not saying it's just lgbtq like i've seen that in within the black community where where some of some of the members of the black community will be loud and wrong right you know what i'm saying like they they'll be loud as shit but they'll be wrong as shit um and 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 you see that especially in today's space where everybody is given uh, a platform like literally anybody can do what i'm doing right now like that's that's the <laughs> i said that i don't even believe that y'all niggas can't do this but um anybody can start a podcast though like anybody can start a podcast that's that's uh something that people can do and if you want to start a podcast holler at your boy like i'm here i can help you out in that shit um but yeah so that's that's the idea um anybody can start a podcast everybody has access to social media any and everybody can say something. So sometimes people be out there in the world loud and wrong in any community. But back to this story, because I went on a tangent real quick. Uh, back to this, these two stories. Um, the reason that I wanted to, that I bought these stories up, the reason I saw, that, that um, I wanted to talk about this, because I think this is really important. Um, I've seen situations, uh, we talked about it once before, where a teacher was fired for not using a child's pronouns for not addressing a child by the pronouns that the child wanted to be called and in them doing so it caused a lot of hoopla and next thing you know the teacher was fired for not doing that teacher and the teacher st stood their stance and instead in standing their stance they their they purposely did not call this child by the pronouns that the child wanted to be called um, this school said it went against their religious beliefs, this, that, and the third. But this ain't that. In a situation in California, I think it's really important because this little this child was 11. And this 11-year-old child decided that they did not know what they were and what they wanted to be. Like, they were, were open to what the world had to offer them and this 11 year old child expressed this told a teacher like i don't know what this is so in them expressing this the teacher 
in my opinion, did the absolute wrong thing. The teacher just took it upon themselves to say, oh, well, cool. Now you're a boy. And the schools took it upon themselves to say, well, cool. Now you're a boy. And everybody within the school was like, okay, cool. From now on, oh, shit, uh, Joanne is just going to be Joseph. And we're going we gonna to rock it like that without ever telling the parent that what was going on that's where the problem comes in like you cannot you should not make decisions about a child's life without telling the parent like like that that's that's why in my opinion the california shit cost them a hundred thousand but there's a flip side to this and i had this conversation when i was talking uh, to some of my friends who are LGBTQIA+, and the idea of parents not accepting their children for who they are and not um, supporting their children and affirming these emotions and these feelings that their children are having. I know that that's a real space. I know that that's a space where children are saying, well, I feel different. I feel like I should be a part of, like, I feel like even though my, I was born a, um, an A, whatever A is, I was born an A, but I feel like a Q and I want to live my life as a Q. And then parents are like, no, you were born an A, you're going to be an A. All, all we have in this family is A's and C's, nothing else. So either you are A or you are C and you were born an A, so you're going to be an A. Like, but, but in that space, here's the reality. As a parent, as bothersome as that may seem, as a parent, as, as someone outside of the family, you won't got no control over that. Like there's nothing that you can do, say, there's no space that you should be in where you are a non-family member trying to affect the way that this person, this young person moves. Like that, that has to fall on the shoulder of their parents. And shit, let's be clear. If this child turns 18 and decides at 18, I want to fly away from this oppressive regime that i've been living in and i want to live my life as a q great i am i'm here to support that hopefully the oppression doesn't hit so heavy that this child decides to end their own life and this is going to be fucked up but i'm gonna say it if it comes to that that blood is on them parents hands that blood is on the hands of those parents for not nurturing their child but that ain't on the blood of us because it ain't our place on the blood of us <laughs> i don't know what i just that ain't that ain't on our shoulders because it's not our place to step in and parent somebody else's parent or somebody else's kids like that ain't on us um so both of these stories like i said i i'm 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 really gonna jump off of this because i know this is uh, a lot heavier than we normally talk about here but they were both important because what i saw in both these stories were people trying to make sure that nobody else is parenting their kid and i stand by this because this is something that i believe even if you are parenting or even if someone is parenting their kids wrong if 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 you don't like the way they parenting their kids 
I.e., when you see white folks outside and they babies ain't got on no shoes, it ain't your place to be like, put that baby some shoes on. Now, you may say, why ain't that baby got on no shoes? But it ain't your place to step in and be like, put that baby some shoes on. If that baby ends up catching pneumonia, or like my grandma say, the death of pneumonia, that ain't your call. That ain't your fight. Ultimately, mind your goddamn business. So uh, let's get away from the heavy shit for a little bit. Uh, Something that I wanted to talk about. uh, There's no real story, no news story here. It's just something I saw floating around on social media. And I was like, oh, yeah, this this is a thing. So um, if you didn't see it, uh, there was a video floating around on social media that said Bottle Wars, New York versus Baltimore. It happened in Houston. And what it was was a bunch of people in... I don't even know if it was a nightclub because it it was well too it was way too lit to be a nightclub like somebody rented out a space to do event an event or whatever but what you had was you had warring groups of men who were um who had decided that uh what they were gonna do was they were gonna buy liquor at the club and then pour it out i um i don't drink so forgive me if i'm wrong like one of the bottles looked like, uh, I think it was like Don Julio. I think that's the long bottle. Um, the other bottle looked like um, Casamigos. No, not Casamigos. What's the one with the uh, with the uh, chrome top? The, uh, ah, shit, uh, Classe Azul or whatever that shit is with a little chrome top, little white bottle. Um, I know I saw that bottle. So those, I know that that Azul shit goes for like $160, $150, 160 $200, whatever, um, at the liquor store, right? Like if you buy it from the liquor store, it's like 200. You buy it in a club, you buy a bottle in the club, that upcharge be stupid. So 200 at the liquor store turn into eight, nine, five, six, whatever, depending on the club, right? But that 200, that 200 ain't 200 when you buy it in the club. That the club upcharge that shit, which is wild because the club also gets it at a discount. So if it's, 200 in the in the liquor store the club is getting it for 150 but they turning around and hitting it with a shit 500 percent markup charging y'all 500 but whatever i i don't drink i'm not here to judge i can't say i smoke cigars and i have overpaid for cigars in my life so it ain't me judging y'all it's just me saying i don't, I don't do that like i do something i don't do that so the video though shows like these groups of dudes pulling out the liquor and when you Every video I saw, because I saw it on different feeds, you can uh, type in on any social media, hashtag Bottle Wars, and you'll see this shit. Um, But what's crazy about it is what I saw in the comments was a lot of people condemning these dudes for doing this level of stupidity, what they called stupidity. And I'm going to say, first of all, it ain't my place to count nobody's pockets. It ain't no, my place to judge what nobody do with their money. Like, I don't care if you still standing home with your mama because I saw a bunch of those comments. I bet you they still standing home with their mama. Look, if they mama ain't charging them rent, do what you do, young man. Like, shit. Um, whatever. Here's what I am going to say, though. The biggest group of comments that I saw were from well-to-do, seemingly well-to-do women saying how dumb this is and i'm gonna tell y'all seemingly well to do women something 
Because this is something y'all need to know. Dudes do dumb shit like this. And you know what? I should not call it dumb. Dudes do stuff like this to impress women. I guarantee you. Like the idea, yeah, we compete with each other. But we only compete with each other so we can pull women out the club. We only compete with each other so we can pull women from whatever, whatever the spot is that we're pulling women from. Pause. I'm going to say this. I remember when I first started smoking cigars, dudes, like, we would go to cigar lounges, and it wouldn't be, women wasn't there. Like, not that women weren't invited, it just, women weren't going, right? And the cigar lounges would be one of two things. It would either be really quiet, because everybody watching the game, maybe some music's playing, dudes playing dominoes or whatever, um, so they get kind of loud, but the dynamic of the groups or the people there um, was just dudes doing 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 dude stuff, over talking each other from time to time. But there was no level of competition because there was no prize, right? And then as women started smoking cigars more and being in cigar lounges, I'm telling you now, cigar lounges started to change. And they started to change because now if it's one woman in the building, she is now the attainable prize. So dudes start talking loud about how much money they make or they 501K or they 5 Series BMW, whatever they fives are. They start talking, you know, that conversation starts happening. And you see it. You see it and, you know, if... If you in the market to compete with a dude for a chick who you don't even know, then you see that happening. Back to these dudes in these bottle wars. Ladies, we're stupid because we're trying to impress y'all. And what happens is, yeah, none of, none of the women who are, you know, well-to-do, got, got they, you know, are... are Upwardly mobile Them women They look at this and go Oh that's trash But if you watch that video There were women in the club Cheering that on There were women supporting that That level of um, What's the word I want to use Machismo maybe uh, That level of uh, competition There were women who were cheering For the dudes who were wasting the liquor You know why? Because those women are like Oh if he got money to blow on liquor then he got money to spend on me. That like that becomes the the, the headspace. Cause I guarantee you, if there were no women there cheering that on, one of two things. Either A, no women in the room. Either A, those dudes ain't wasting their liquor. Who they trying to impress? Or those dudes fighting. Cause when you get a bunch of dudes in a room try to impress each other somebody feelings get hurt and they start fighting they're fighting for the women too but i'm saying like just that level of let me show you how dope i am i once heard a comedian say this like if a man if a man could live in a cardboard box and push a bicycle and still get women he would do that like the this idea of big house big car like dudes do that to impress women like that be the move. So in this case, right? In this in this situation, here's what I'm gonna tell y'all. I hear you. It's to you, it's a waste of money. It ain't your money, but to you, it's a waste of money. These dudes could be doing so much more better with their cash. Uh, but what I say, what you will. At the end of the day, I guarantee you, these dudes took something home. I guarantee it. 
I guarantee they took something home because some little girl, young lady, young woman, saw this and was impressed. Same way they get impressed by Gucci belts, which is why you see dudes in the club with their pants tucked, with their shirt tucked, just so you can see the Gucci belt. Or why you see dudes in the club, I've seen this, take their shoes off to show that they got on red bottoms. All I'm saying is, niggas ain't that smart. So if we wasting money, this is we trying to fuck something. I want to talk petty shit because I this is some petty shit happened and I'm all for petty. Um, for those of y'all who don't know, if you ain't been watching the news, I ain't been watching the news for real. Uh, there was a hurricane that hit Florida, that ravaged parts of Florida. Uh, I Idali, I think it was called. I I I something with an I. Hurricane I hit Florida um, and ravaged parts of Florida. So, as always, uh, whenever there's a natural disaster or any type of disaster, right? I think the president, whoever's sitting president, will go visit the area. So, Biden called up uh, the governor, who is Ron DeSantis, who is running for office. Biden called up DeSantis and said, yo, we're coming to Florida. We're going, you know, let's meet. So we can survey the area. It's really just a photo op, if anything. It ain't even nothing major, but it's what the president does when a uh, disaster happens in an area. So Biden called DeSantis because even though, you know, they may not get along, they are both uh, once governor, once president. We're going to come down. DeSantis decided DeSantis was on board. He was like, "Okay, cool. When y'all coming? We gonna be here, and then when Biden touched down, DeSantis wasn't home. Like he wasn't nowhere to be found. He wasn't in the area. They couldn't find DeSantis. His people came back and said, "Yo, um, I don't know why he wanted to go to this area. It's not um, something along the lines of the area wasn't really fit for visiting." Is what DeSantis's people came back and said. But Joe Nim was on, Biden Nim was on, on some more like, dude, we talked about this. We had the conversation. We told you we was coming through. We told you what the plan was. And I'm going to say it. Shout out <laughs> to Ron DeSantis. I know that's fucked up, right? Or messed up. I'm sorry. I'm doing better, y'all. I know that's messed up. But shout out to Ron DeSantis because I am for that level of petty. You tell me, hey, I'm coming through. And as soon as you touch down, <laughs> I get ghosts. As soon as you touch down, I, I, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I'm in the wind. I'm out of here. Like, whatever. Like, that is the level of petty that I rock with. Because DeSantis don't, he's openly saying some real ill stuff about Biden. Like, you don't rock with Biden? When Biden come your way, don't rock with Biden. Now, on the flip side, all of this shit is window dressing. Don't none of this matter. Biden coming through to what, shake some hands and kiss some babies to make it look like he, you know, doing the right thing. For what? Like, the people don't need that. 
if anything, Trump showed us that the president going to a place doesn't do anything for the place. When um the hurricane hit Puerto Rico, Trump goes to Puerto Rico and he over there shooting paper towels like basketballs at people. Like Trump showed us that the president going means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. But it's a photo op. It's a space for the president to be like, oh, yeah, I came. I came and showed my face. Hey, bro, don't show your face. Enact policies. Do something that's going to benefit the people. Drop off some money or some food. Like, fix it. You can't, you can't stop a hurricane, right? Um, you can't stop a hurricane, but you know what you can do? You can come through and fix it. You can come through and do the work. To help the people get back on their feet. That's what you can do. Speaking of. 180. I posted this on my personal IG. What the hell is wrong with Oprah and um, The Rock. For asking people to send money donations. To help out Maui. Like. You got to be out your goddamn mind Oprah. Billionaire Oprah. And multi-millionaire The Rock. To tell me to reach into my pocket and pull out some money to help help out Maui. You're a billionaire. Let me see you cut a check. Let me see let, let me see you do it. And then I'm gonna just put my name on the bottom of your check. It's from us. I'm gonna just throw this in as a quick hit, cause uh I didn't do all the research on this, but I, I do wanna uh, mention it so y'all know it exists. There is a new law. I should have added this earlier, but whatever. There's a new law in Texas that I think is really, 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 really dope. Really, really dope. Really, really dope. The new law that says that um, now if a drunk driver kills a person and that person has children, the drunk driver is now on the hook for child support to whatever victim that uh they orphan right so basically drunk driver kills a dad and that drunk driver is now stuck paying child support to the children at at least until the child turns 18 or finishes high school hands down dope shit like that is dope 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 i am all for that because I think that we often don't think about the ramifications like you could be you kill somebody when you dr drive drunk but then that person may do a little bit of time get out of jail and family still got to figure out how to make it like this type of restitution man I am for that I don't know I don't know who put that law on the books what I do know is I will never say shout out to the dude who runs the state of Texas in a wheelchair uh, somebody can push Hot Wheels off a cliff All I give a shit But this law I'm hands down for So shout out to this law Hey yo so this legit has turned into One of my favorite parts of the show Shout out to everybody who uh, Keeps sliding into the anonymous box And asking me anonymous ass questions Shout out to everybody who uh, <laughs> not anonymously asking me questions, too, because those are funny as hell. Um, it's crazy because when we were doing the last pod, we would always talk about like getting um, relationship questions or just random questions and shit. 
And um, sometimes we would have to be in a position where we would just make shit up because we didn't have questions. What right now I'm probably in a position where one, two, three. I got like five questions in the uh <laughs> for the next five shows. I don't want to double up, but I might start doubling up. If these questions keep coming in, I might just start doubling up because it should be hilarious. So this is what I was asked. Um, it says me and my girl were on a trip and the conversation went bad. She got mad at me, but I just kept having fun, which made her even more mad. But it was our vacation. Was I wrong? That's all it says. I don't know what they was fighting about. So if if you sent me this question, uh, anonymously tell me what y'all was fighting about, because I do want to know what the fight was about. But that's just because, you know, that's who I am. Like, jump back in the inbox. Tell me what the fight was about, because that that may change my answer. But um, check it. Okay. So for starters, this is where this shit starts. Rule one. This is rule one for me. I have I stand on this rule because I've had situations go wrong. Rule one. When me and my shorty are going on vacation, the rule is we cannot have any serious discussions from the time that we leave the house until we are heading back home no serious discussions i don't care what happens on the trip i don't care what's going on rule one no serious discussions like the trip is a celebration the trip is a vacation whatever the trip is we cannot have any serious discussions from the time we leave the house until we have packed and we're headed home and i'm gonna tell you why i say that because i've been on she don't listen to this shit, so it don't matter. I remember I was on a trip uh, with a young lady. We were going to um, New Orleans. That's where we were going. It was a road trip to New Orleans. And I live in San Antonio. For those, most of y'all know me. If you don't know me, I live in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the trip to New Orleans is about an eight, eight hour trip, I think, eight, nine hours. We had just crossed through Houston, so about two and a half, three hours into the trip. She asked me, what are we? <laughs> what are we? Like, like what is this? What, what are we doing? She asked me that, and I, I played it off, but she was serious. She wanted to have this whole conversation about where our relationship was going. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know. We fucking. <laughs> that didn't go over well. We were going to be in New Orleans for three days. So... From that moment all the way through the trip and back home, she was mad. She was mad the whole trip. And it was then that I decided, you know what? The best way to solve this problem, no serious relationships on the way there or no, no serious questions, conversations on the way there or while we are there. Let's enjoy the moment. And I know this is harder for some people to do than others, but you, you that's it's what you have to do to maintain the sanity of your situation i once had a friend of mine um tell me that he him and his girl went to europe and while they were in europe um he found out while they were in europe that his girl had been probably she had a little boo he found like they were they were already in paris having a paris time and 
social media, some shit came up, and he found out while in Paris that his girl was, you know, had a little, had a little side thing going on. My partner said, I waited till I got home. But best believe, when I got home, we got off that flight, we touched down, got her to the house, to her house, because I don't think they were married at the time. Well, yeah, they, they weren't married. Got her to her house. Homie was like, hey, have a good life. And was out. You ain't going to ruin my vacation because you on some fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? And in the same vein, you ain't going to ruin my vacation because you want to have heavy conversation about something. So, to the person who sent me this question, I'm going to tell you, your girl was wrong. Your girl was wrong because your girl purposely sabotaged y'all's situation. Like, she should have held that conversation, whatever the conversation was, y'all should have held that conversation until y'all got back. Why you on vacation and want to know who these bitches are on my phone? Like, if, if I got bitches in my phone, you should probably ask me that before we catch the flight. I should probably delete that because then people are going to be thinking I call women bitches and I don't. That's disrespectful. Uh, it was just a joke. I do apologize. If my mama's listening, I'm sorry, mama. Uh, <laughs> I'm not about to go back and delete that, though. So it is what it is. But, yeah, if you want to argue, man, argue when we get back to the city. I ain't about to argue when we get I ain't about to argue on, with my toes in the sand. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm never arguing with my toes in the sand. I'm never arguing. You'll never catch me arguing with my toes in the sand or by a large body of water. You'll never catch me arguing if I'm smoking a cigar and enjoying myself with the sun beaming off my ass. Like, I don't know why the sun's on my ass, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not arguing in those situations. So here's what I'm going to say. Uh, whoever sent this question in, let's start here. Um. Reply, like what was the fight about? But at the end of the day, in my humble opinion, I ain't never humble. In my opinion, whoever started the conversation, that's who was wrong. That ain't what vacation is for. And you best believe if I'm on vacation, I'm trying to cut something, smoke something, and have my toes in the sand. Hey, y'all, man, it's been a fun show. Thank y'all for rocking with us today. Uh, I didn't say this at the top of the show, but I'm saying it now. Do me a favor. Make sure you go follow the show on whatever platform you're listening to the show on. Also, get a show rating. Tell me how I'm doing. Some shows better than others, but still, tell me how I'm doing so I can make this the best show you've ever heard in your life. Uh, oh, sign off. I gotta find a sign off. Shit, I forgot. Um... What we at? What was the sign off for today? Ah, uh, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, the Chat GPT sign off. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and sharing your ears with us today. Remember, life's a podcast, so keep pressing play on those adventures. Until next time, stay curious and keep those headphones handy. Cheers, your audio aficionados. <laughs> These shits get lamer and lamer, man. It's the podcast that nobody asked for. The world according to Paul. Everybody, Paul is a superhero. So Paul could save your life.